0: American.
1: The Jack Benny Program, presented by Lucky Strike.
2: Feeling low, feeling tense. These eight words are common sense. Smoker, lucky to be your level best. Smoker, lucky to be your level
1: best. Your level best. That's just how you'll feel when you light up a Lucky because Lucky's Fine Tobacco picks you up when you're low, calms you down when you're tense. Yes, friends, Lucky's Fine Tobacco puts you on the right level to feel and do your level best. It's important to know that fine tobacco can do this for you. And LSMFT, LSMFT, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Smooth, mild, thoroughly enjoyable tobacco. So next time you buy cigarettes, get a carton of Lucky Strike and get on the right level, the lucky level, where you feel your best and do your best. Yes, smoke a lucky to feel your level best. The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, the Sportsman Quartet, and yours truly, Don Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go out to Jack Benny's home in Beverly Hills, where he's waiting for Professor LeBlanc to arrive and give him a violin lesson. At the moment, the professor is approaching the house.
3: Here is Monsieur Benny's house. Why did I have to become a violin teacher? If there was such a thing as reincarnation, I would be happy to die and come back as a pig or a dog. But with my luck, I would come back as a cat and end up on Monsieur Benny's violin.
4: (laughs) Well,
3: I might as well go in.
5: Well, Professor LeBlanc. How do you do, Monsieur Benny? Uh, You were supposed to be here for my lesson yesterday. Why didn't you come?
3: Last Sunday, I heard that you were going to be on the Ford Theater program and do the horn blows at midnight.
5: Yes,
4: yes.
3: With 18 million Fords on the road, I figured at least one of them would hit you. (laughs)
5: Oh, no I was careful well uh <clears throat> now, come on professor let's go in the den and start the lesson we oui. now I'll get my violin and hmm that's funny it was here a few minutes ago oh rochester rochester
6: just a minute boss i'm burying something in the backyard <laughs> what
5: rochester what are you burying
6: our oh, thanksgiving turkey i'm sick of it <laughs>
5: Oh, for a minute, I was worried. Come on in here. Monsieur Benny, if you like, I would gladly come back some other time. No, no, Professor, don't worry. We'll find it.
6: What is it, boss?
5: Rochester, my violin is missing. It is? Yes, I've looked everywhere, and it's gone.
6: Well, what are we waiting for? Let's open a bottle of champagne. (laughs) Rochester, there's
5: no time to be funny. Now, help me find it.
6: Okay, okay. Now, let me see. If I was Mr. Benny's violin, what would I do? I'd take the strings off and lash myself to death
5: (laughs) Now stop that Rochester, my violin just couldn't Well, how do you like that? Somebody put it in the fireplace under those old newspapers (sniffs) Professor, put out that match
6: Oui, monsieur
5: Rochester, why'd you put my violin in the fireplace?
6: I thought it would sound better if it was barbecued (laughs) What? Save the neck for me Now
5: cut that out I'm going to take my violin lesson so you can leave now. Oui,
6: monsieur.
3: Monsieur Benny, let us commence. Okay. Now, start with the menu at L'Antique.
6: Yes, yes. No, no, monsieur
3: Benny. Not that, 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 that. (laughs) No? <laughs> I told you so many times you must slide. Down, down, down. Um. Now try it again and this time slide off the string. Yeah.
5: Yes,
4: sir. Uh-huh. <laughs>
5: Uh, Was that too high? I think
3: so You knocked off your toupee (laughs) Oh, oh, excuse
5: me a minute There Shall I try it once more? Yes, but turn around and face me I am, I am facing you Oh, yes, you put your toupee on backwards (laughs) I did not This is the one with the bangs
3: Now, try it once more and hold the bow firmly.
5: Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. See, a bow is a wonderful thing, isn't it? Oui, monsieur. Now, try it once more. You know, professor, it's hard to believe that this music is coming from a horse's tail.
3: It is not hard to believe (laughs) What? Proceed Yes, sir
5: That sounds better That's the door buzzer (laughs) Oh, Rochester, answer the door Rochester Excuse me, Professor I'll have to get it You smile, the song begins And then I play my violin It's magic (laughs) La, 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 la Oh, hello, Dennis
0: I came to say goodbye I'm running away from home
5: (laughs) You're, You're what? I'm
0: running away from home
5: Dennis, again with this What are you talking about? Running away from home Yeah Look, don't you realize What that'll do to your parents? It'll break their hearts what have you got in that suitcase? Food or clothing?
0: I don't know. My mother packed it. <laughs>
5: oh. Well, come on in. Okay. Now, look, Dennis, I know that sometimes you have arguments at home, but you ought to change your mind about running away. After all, it won't be long before you'll be missing
0: your mother. I know. That's why I took along this picture. See?
5: Wait a minute. This is a picture of Monty Woolley.
0: No, it's my mother. I drew a beard on it.
5: Now stop being silly You can't run away from home I mean, what would you do?
0: Where would you go? I'd go around the world in a boat A boat? Yeah, they rent them to you At Westlake Park
4: (laughs)
5: Fine, it's a great way To go around the world Yeah Hmm. Look, Marco Schmolo Before you run away from home How about letting me hear the song You're going to do on the program Okay Come
4: on, let's hear it
5: Dennis, you can sing that as you sail around the world. When are you leaving?
0: Stop talking about it. I'm seasick already.
5: No. Well, sit down and rest for a few minutes. Next to the window. Okay. Look, I've got to... Rochester, answer the phone. I'm going to finish my violin lesson.
6: Yes, sir. Hello, Mr. Bennett, resident star, stage, screen, radio, and have your income tax filed by the man who knows. (laughs) Hiya, Chester. Can I speak to buttons and bucks? Just, Just a minute. It's for you, boss. Who is it? Bottles and bourbon!
4: (laughs) Hello?
5: Hiya, Jackson. This is the maestro. Hello, Phil. How are you? Swell, swell. Listen, Methuselah, the reason I called... (laughs) I called you because my orchestra's forming a baseball team, and I thought you'd be interested. A baseball team? Yeah, and I was wondering whether we should call it Harris's Hurricanes or Benny's Bombers. Harris's Hurricanes? That's ridiculous. After all it is my program so how can you call the team anything but then he's bomber. Okay, that'll be 126 bucks for the uniforms.
4: <laughs> oh. Uh,
5: tell me, Phil, uh, when is the first game of Harris's Hurricane?
4: <laughs> huh?
5: In about three weeks, Jackson, we're playing Kay Kaiser's orchestra. Well, I hope your boys are better baseball players than they are musicians. They sure are, Jackson. We got a great team. Listen to the lineup. I'm pitching, Sammy the drummer's catching, and Bagby the piano players in right field. Now, what position is Remley in? Same as always, flat on his back. (laughs) I thought so. I'll pick him up if you want to say hello to him. (laughs) No, no, don't disturb him. Just put a lucky in his mouth so he'll feel his level best. <laughs> hey, Phil, Phil, who are the other members of your team? Well, my three saxophone players are in the infield. Billy Smith's on third, Walter Sharp's on second, and Jimmy Watt's on first. Who's on first? No, Watt's on first. <laughs> oh, Jackson, you're a
4: natural born straight man. <laughs>
5: Look, uh, look, Costello (laughs) Uh,
4: What
5: what other teams are you going to play? Well, after Kaiser, we play Bob Crosby's orchestra Then Russ Morgan's orchestra Then Phil Spitalony The one with Spitalony's orchestra is the night game Oh, with lights? Lights, nothing, you think we're crazy? (laughs) Oh, Oh,
4: oh, oh Oh, I get it, oh
5: Hey, look, Jackson, why don't you drop around and watch the team practice sometime? I'll do that. Nice I see the call. So long, Phil. So long. Oh, say, Jackson. Yeah? Before I hang up, I want to ask you, what number would you like my orchestra to play on the program next Sunday? Oh, I don't know. Well, my band's been rehearsing a swell arrangement of the Sheik of Araby. Oh, is that song making a comeback? Why, has it been away? (laughs) (laughs) Certainly, Phil. That song's been dead for over 20 years. Well, then we'll play it. We can't hurt it none. (laughs) No, but you can let it rest in peace.
4: <laughs>
5: Goodbye, Phil. So long, your uncle. <laughs> What a baseball team that's gonna be. Mr. Can... Benny, let us finish the violin lesson. Oh, yes, yes, Professor. We'll go right in and... Oh, boss! What is it, Rochester? You
6: told me to remind you that you wanted to listen to a certain ra- radio program at 5 o'clock.
5: Oh, yes, yes. My girlfriend, Daisy Dickinson, is gonna be interviewed. Rochester, turn on the radio.
6: Yes, sir.
5: And you say you've been selling perfume in that
7: department store for 27 years?
8: Yes, for 27 years. Every day I've been behind that perfume counter.
7: Well, thank you very much, Miss, uh, Miss...
8: Just call me Stinky.
7: <laughs> thank you.
8: Mr. Benny, is that your girlfriend?
7: No, no, of course not. And now continuing our series of interviews with people in every walk of life, we present another young lady here. What's your name, Miss?
8: Uh, Daisy Dickinson. Oh,
7: that's her, Dennis. That's that's my girlfriend. Uh, Tell me, Miss Dickinson, uh, where were you born?
8: Well, sir, I was born way down in Atlanta.
7: Well, then that makes you a Georgia piece.
8: Don't let this fuzz on my face fool you, honey.
5: (laughs) Fuzz. A little on her upper lip, she makes a big thing out
7: of (laughs)
8: it. And
7: now, Miss Dickinson, what is your occupation?
8: Well, I'm a secretary for a radio advertising agency, Batten, Barton, Durston, and Osborne.
7: Oh, an advertising agency. That's interesting. I suppose in that way you get to meet a lot of big
5: stars.
8: Oh, yes. But the only one I know real well is little old Jack Benny.
0: You know, Mr. Benny, I... Shut up,
5: kid. They're talking about me.
4: (laughs)
7: Miss Dickinson, uh, perhaps you can give us some inside information about Mr. Benny.
8: Well, if it's not too personal. (laughs)
7: Gosh, what a personality. (laughs) Now, Miss Dickinson, uh, on the radio, Mr. Benny portrays a somewhat parsimonious character. Is he that stingy in real life?
8: Goodness, no. Why, on our very first date, he took me to Ciro's. Oh, we had a wonderful dinner. And the bill came to $21.12.
7: How did you know the exact amount of the check?:
8: Well, Jack's so playful, he kept blowing it over to me..
4: <laughs> I
5: see.
8: And then when he ran out of breath, he paid and we left.
5: You're darn right, I paid. 21,12. Wow. Uh, Well, Miss
7: Dickinson, it's been a pleasure having you as a guest on our program And before you go, we want to give you a case of our sponsor's product Zingy Zesto, the best breakfast cereal of them all
4: Oh, thank you
7: Uh, Remember, our breakfast food doesn't snap, pop, or crackle It just sits in the bowl and minds its own business (laughs) I'll have to
5: get some of that
7: Uh, Thank you, Miss Dickinson And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's our next
5: guest Your name, please? Donald Wilson Hey, Dennis it's Don Wilson. He didn't tell me he was going
1: to be on the program.
0: Well, maybe he doesn't want to pay commission. Maybe. <laughs> Don Wilson, are you the radio announcer?
1: Well, that's just a sideline. I'm really a great mimic. I can imitate anything. I see. And what do you consider your most novel imitation? Uh, my imitation of a quartet. I do all four voices. All four voices? Yeah, yeah. Would you like to hear it?
4: Ooh, would I? <laughs>
1: Don's trying to do that. All right, uh, just listen to this. First, I want to warm up my four voices. Mimi, Mimi, Mimi.
5: Mimi. See, I didn't know Don could do that.
1: And uh, when I put all my four voices together, I sound like this.
2: Feeling low, feeling tense. These eight words are common sense. Smoke a lucky to feel your level best. Smoke a lucky to feel your level
4: best. Well,
7: that was wonderful, Mr. Wilson. Thank you.
1: Smoke-a-lucky to feel your level
7: best. That's enough, Mr. Wilson.
2: (laughs) Smoke-a-lucky.
7: Mr. Wilson. Smoke-a-lucky. Mr. Wilson, that's enough. Take your four voices and
1: go. Thank Thank you. you.
5: Gee, I didn't know Don could imitate a quartet. He looks like one, but I didn't think... That <laughs> Mr. Benet. Huh? Mr. Benet, I am waiting to finish the lesson. Oh, of course, Professor. Let's go in the other room. Oh, excuse me, Professor. Maybe that's Mary. No, no, she's in Palm Springs.
0: Well, they have door buzzers there.
5: Oh, quiet. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Kitzel.
4: Hello, Mr. Benet.
9: Benny, I came over to ask you, could yeah. I get some tickets to your broadcast for my bowling club? Oh, I certainly, Mr. Kitzel. I didn't know you belonged to a bowling club. Well, it was my wife's idea. She wants to lose a little weight. Oh, oh, is she heavy? Heavy? Ho, ho, ho. You know, on the day we was married, her father and I could hardly carry her over the threshold. Her father? It was his house. We were moving in. Let him help.
4: <laughs>
9: oh, oh
4: What a job
9: huh? Yes, we had to carry her pony back No, no, you mean piggyback Let well enough alone
4: <laughs> Oh,
9: yeah Well, Mr. Kitzel I think it
5: was very smart of your wife To join a bowling club
9: hey, Smart, some bowling club They need new equipment Every ball I picked up Had holes in it
5: Mr. Kitzel, you see, a bowling ball is supposed to have holes in it They're for your fingers, and one hole is for your
9: thumb Yes, that I found out to my sorrow Oh, did something happen to you? No, to the man who runs the delicatessen Oh A bowling ball got stuck to his thumb That was three weeks ago, and he didn't get it off yet
4: (laughs) Well, how does,
9: how does that affect you? Mr. Benny, when I buy a pound of corn beef, paying yes. for a little thumb, I don't mind. But 12 pounds of bowling ball.
4: <laughs> That's too much. Oh,
5: Mr. Kitzel, I, you, you just made that up.
4: Yes. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
9: that was... Rory, right, that was pretty clever. Say, maybe you'd like to write for my program. Oh, I would like to very much, but I already got a job in radio. You have? Yes, I'm a technical advisor on the life of Riley.
5: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, here are your tickets, Mr. Kitzel. Oh,
9: bless your heart, Mr. Benny. Thank you. When Irish eyes are smiling, by me, i
5: All right, uh, Professor LeBlanc, now we can continue with the violin lesson. Thank you, monsieur. I'll get my violin and... Oh, excuse me, professor.
3: What a house. Always interruptions. ding a ding ling the phone. The radio. Um, <laughs> the door puzzle.
5: Professor.
3: I'd rather give you a lesson in the snake pit.
4: Professor. <laughs>
3: professor, please. Oh, well,
0: I'll answer it, Mr. Benny.
10: Yes? Is Mr. Benny in? I'm Claude Rains.
0: Mr. Benny, Claude Rains is here to see you Claude Rains? Well,
5: well Well, hello, Mr. Rains I'm sorry to disappoint you But you're here a day early I didn't come for my laundry
10: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, then, uh, is this a social call? No, it's not a social call, Mr. Benny It's business
5: Business?
10: Yes, Uh, several weeks ago I signed a contract to appear on the Ford Theatre Hour Well, how nice This morning, Mr. Fletcher Markle, director of that program informed me that I'm to appear with you next Friday in The Horn Blows at Midnight Well, congratulations, Mr. Raines Uh, This is a splendid opportunity for you Well, I don't know They told me the same thing when I joined a pyramid club
4: (laughs) Mm. My uncle
0: got $700 from a pyramid club
5: Oh, did he win? No, he held it up Oh, be (laughs) quiet Now, Mr. Raines, Mr. Raines, I assure
10: you that appearing with me in the Horn Blows at midnight on the Ford Theater Friday night will do you a lot for your career. Well, I won't argue the point, Mr. Benny. I respect your ability, but that picture received the worst reviews I ever read. So what? The critics don't count. It's the people in the trade who matter. The people in the trade thought the picture was terrible. So what? The people in the trade aren't important either. It's the public that counts. The public thought the picture was simply awful. How would they
5: know? They didn't even go to see it.
4: <laughs>
5: anyway, Mr. Raines, I don't think you should pass judgment on the horn blows at midnight
10: till you see it. Oh, but I did see it, Mr. Benny. In fact, I sat through the picture twice. Twice? Yes, I couldn't believe what I saw the first time.
4: <laughs> oh,
10: then, uh, then you didn't like it? Didn't like it, Mr. Benny. That is the greatest understatement since that day in 1492 when Columbus said, I think I've found something.
4: <laughs> you,
10: you mean when Columbus discovered America? Congratulations, I didn't think you'd know. <laughs> I want to warn you, Mr. Benny, that immediately upon leaving here, I'm going to my lawyers to see what legal steps I can take to get out of appearing with you on the Ford Theater. Look, Mr. Rain. Say, Mr. Benny. What?
0: If my mother had married him, would I be a rainy day?
10: (laughs) Dennis. If that was intended for a witticism, it certainly missed its
0: mark. Boy, is he dumb. I made up a joke about his own name, and he doesn't even get it. (laughs)
10: Mr. Benny, Mr. Benny, I don't know whether this is your relative, friend, business associate, or servant, but whatever it is, I'm allergic to it.
4: <laughs>
10: Dennis, go sit down.
4: I'm
5: on your side. Sit down! <laughs> now look, Mr. Raines, your part in this picture that we're going to do has such great importance. Think of it. You're the chief of the planets in heaven. I'm an angel. And at your command, I
10: come down to Earth. At my command, you wouldn't stop there. (laughs) Well, let me tell you something, Mr. Raines.
5: Whether you realize it or not, you're getting a break appearing with me in the Ford Theater Friday night. It isn't every
10: actor who can go on the radio with a big comedian. Mr. Benny, I've already made several guest appearances on the radio with the rather well-known comedian, Fred Allen. Fred Allen. Hoo-ha! Some comedian.
4: <laughs>
10: I gathered that you and Mr. Allen weren't too chummy from what he said about you. Oh, yeah? What did he say about me? He said you were the only comedian in radio who steals jokes from Milton Berle.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Raines, when you take a joke from Milton Berle, it's not stealing, it's repossessing. <laughs> talk. Let's not talk about Mr. Allen anymore.
10: I'm going to have my dinner soon. All right, Mr. Benny. All right. But isn't there any way I can talk you out of doing the horn blows at midnight, or at least letting me get out of my
5: contract? No, Mr. Raines. My mind is made up, and I'll see you Friday night on the Ford Theater. Very well.
10: But all I can say is, this is the worst thing that has happened to me in all my 39 years.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh,
5: Well, you're... You're 39? Yes. Say, that's a coincidence. <laughs> See, I'm uh, I'm 39 too. Well, you can have it. You
10: were there first. <laughs> what? Goodbye, Mr. Benny. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye.
5: Imagine him trying to get out of appearing with me next Friday night.
3: Mr. Benny, please, I am waiting for you to finish the lesson. I have other pupils.
5: Oh, yes, yes.
3: Here is your violin.
5: Thank you, thank you. Now, what do you want me to play, professor? The same
3: thing, the same thing. You haven't learned it yet. You haven't learned
8: anything. Play it, play it!
5: <laughs> all right, I mean, all right. don't get so excited. I'll, I'll start at the beginning.
6: We'll
2: be back in just a moment, but first... Smoke a Lucky to feel your level best.
1: Smoke a Lucky to feel your level best. You see, Lucky's fine tobacco picks you up when you're low, calms you down when you're tense, puts you on the right level to feel and do your level best. That's why it's so important that you select and smoke the cigarette of fine tobacco Lucky Strike. For as every smoker knows, L-S-M-F-T, L-S-M-F-T, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. No wonder more independent tobacco experts, auctioneers, buyers, and warehousemen smoke Lucky Strike regularly than the next two leading brands combined. Yes, Luckies are the overwhelming choice of the men who really know tobacco. So when you choose your cigarette, be sure to make it Lucky Strike and get on the right level, the lucky level, where you feel your best and do your best. Yes, the next time you buy cigarettes, ask for a carton of Lucky Strike.
2: Feeling low,
1: feeling tense,
4: these eight words are common sense. Smoke a Lucky, to feel your level best. Smoke a Lucky, to be
2: your level best.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank Claude Rains for appearing on my program tonight, and he will soon be seen on Hal Wallace's production, Rope of Sand. He also will be heard with me Friday night on the Ford Theater, no matter what his lawyer says. <laughs> and next Sunday night on my own show, my guests will be Mr. and Mrs. Ronald Coleman.
0: And don't forget to listen to A Day in the Life of Dennis Day,
1: starring me.
5: Yeah, yeah, you. Good
1: night, Good night. Stay tuned in for the Emerson Andy Show, which follows immediately.